The Grace Chaser Podcast is a weekly show designed to uplift and inspire. You'll slow down, tune in, and nourish your mind, body, and soul. If you want to break cycles, change the rules, and heal the past, this is the show for you. Are you overwhelmed? Exhausted? Do you feel like you've lost your light? Or maybe you're just too busy taking care of everyone else that you don't even know how you feel or what you need. Through self-love, spirituality, sisterhood, and moon magic, you'll emerge from exhausted to empowered. Tune in each week as the Grace Chaser podcast reflects on navigating the journey of the day-in, day-out practice of staying in the light. Let's create the space for transformation and healing with a little magic sprinkled along the way. Hey, Grace Chasers. How are you doing? I can't believe that it's August already. And here in New York, at the time of this recording, it is so hot and so humid. And we're actually supposed to get, I think, some remnants of a tropical storm today. So it's just crazy. We're coming off the full moon and a lot of things here I feel like are being stirred up. But I wanted to just kind of hop on here and talk about some things that I've been feeling lately and, you know, maybe offer some guidance to some of you because I know I can't be the only one that's feeling these things. So a few weeks ago, I wrapped up teaching my first digital course. This had been on my list of dreams for years, but something always got in the way or my belief patterns about myself or the outside, I mean, a million list of reasons why this isn't a good time always got the best of me until the COVID pandemic. So when the pandemic first hit, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. And I mean, quite frankly, now that we're slowly reopening, I feel like we know even less to do, even know less to do with ourselves. But that's that's a whole other topic. Um, but for me, in the beginning of all this, I really, I had to pivot. If my small business that is all of my heart and my soul was going to survive this without being able to have in-person events, I had no choice but to pivot. I had spent the last 10 years, you know, focusing on building this this career where I've, you know, really tapped into my passion and allowed it to serve me as a career. But I felt like I was on the brink of losing it all. So what I had to do was I had to tune into my inner grace. And I know that that's always the answer. Um, That's something I always tell all of my clients. But if I'm really honest with you guys, it was really hard to hear her, you know, back in March. There was so much outside noise, both in my mind and in the world, that I could barely hear myself breathe, let alone hear my soul or feel her or be able to be guided to, you know, what was the next best thing for myself. Um... But after a few days of showing up and sitting amongst the chaos, it began to become clear. My pivot was to show up. And my ego, as I like to call her Karen, and no, that's not because of all the funny memes right now. It's actually my legal name and I think it's a nice fit for my ego. Um, And maybe that is because of all the memes. But anyway, Karen showed up big time 
her voice was saying all of the things like, you're not ready. What will you even say? How will you do this? Once you put something on the internet, it's there forever. You're not smart enough. You're not thin enough. Your skin looks like crap. Your roots, your nose. I mean, even saying these things out loud right now, it makes me a little embarrassed that, you know, this could be the track that plays in my mind. But I'm I pride myself in being authentic and showing you the real me. And and this is something that I struggled with. And that Karen tape would replay in my mind every time I would think about showing up, you know, whether it be doing a Facebook Live or I mean even like a three-minute Instagram story. Like I just couldn't get out of my head. But I, I was struggling and I knew that that I had to pivot and I had to show up. And so I started to do some work, to to do some research and to think about, you know, well, what is it that I'm going to show up doing? And so just as the universe always does, I was given a sign. I had begun to go through old notes from retreats and from workshops, and I came across a welcome talk that I had given. This was in the spring of 2018, I believe. And the theme of this treat was Soham, which is an ancient Hindu mantra that translates to I am that. This whole retreat weekend was designed around this concept of embracing who we are right now. Oh, light bulb moment. (laughs) And funny enough, this was just the message I needed to hear at this moment in time. The message was to pivot and to call in the light. When I was writing that talk, I was sharing a story about how a particular breakdown, um, I'm just kidding, I don't have breakdowns, I have spiritual awakenings, (laughs) just kidding, they're very much breakdowns. Um, Being on a spiritual path sometimes, and by sometimes I mean all of the time, you are given chances to grow and to evolve and to look at things through the lens of light. However, most of the time the light comes years later when you're writing in a talk for an event. But this breakdown, aka awakening, was happening in December of 2017. I was working on a year-end review like I do each year, and I was going through this process. I was noticing that a lot of my to-dos were checked off. I had had some serious growth in 2017. We were settling in nice to a routine as a family of three. I had a lot of personal development, and I even just hosted my first weekend women's retreat. So on paper, it looked that I had all all of these accomplishments, but all that I could focus on was what I wanted to accomplish and the heaviness of all that I didn't get to do yet. I felt the heaviness of the sickness that I was battling at the time. The heaviness of teething and having a year and a half year old running around and, you know, not her not getting enough sleep, me not getting enough sleep. I felt the heaviness of having a husband who was on the road more than he was home. And all of this heaviness was really beginning to just kind of weigh on my soul. And it felt that my soul was longing for something. There was something that I was searching for, but I, I just couldn't seem to put my finger on it. And, you know, being the spiritual teacher that I am, I turned to my toolbox to see what was really happening. 
And as I began to peel back the the layers of digging deep and connecting to myself again, I realized I was just in this repetitive thought pattern of not enough and should and fear. You know, this loop of not enough and the shoulds, it's a real thing. And what it looked like for me was, you know, I wasn't authentically present. I didn't have it all together. My house was not clean. I wasn't in perfect shape. I wasn't the best parent. Turns out Netflix really is a lifesaver. And Karen, the Pinterest mom, wasn't stepping forward anytime soon. It was definitely time to let her go. In fact, for a while, I deleted that app from my phone and I felt like a huge cord was lifted. You know, maybe we need to do a cord cutting with Pinterest. Maybe that'll have to be another podcast. Anyway, in reality, I was pretty sick. I was diagnosed with Epstein-Barr, chronic fatigue, and I had some nerve damage that I was dealing with. I had totally let my health slip I had, I mean, and what was frustrating about that is I had gone to school for nutrition and wellness and for years I was doing so well. So all I could think about was how could I do this to myself? And at that time I knew I had to pivot. The harsh reality of the thoughts that were in my mind and how I was feeling back then was really not the reality of the life I was living. I had so much to be proud of, so much to be happy about, so much to be grateful for. I knew I had to call in the light. The first step in getting back to you and to what I call the light is to really look at ourselves in an intimate way. And this is just what I did. I got real. I got honest. I got clear. I began to peel back layers. I began to witness my false beliefs, my patterns, and my self-limiting stories. And once I did this, I was able to access my inner grace again. She was there. It was just too loud to hear her. And slowly I began to tune into her and call her in. And I would take little right actions after little right actions, doing my morning magic. And as I did this, I was guided back to me. I was able to align myself back again as I pivoted towards the light. And this is exactly what I had to do in the beginning of March. I had to take little right actions and get myself back on track so that I could hear, so it could be quiet enough for me to hear my inner grace, so that she could guide me into what it is that I needed to do. What I needed to do was to step forward and to finally launch my digital course and start doing videos and teaching online and showing up authentically me and not worrying about, you know, the hows or the whats or, you know, stumbling online or what I looked like. It was showing up in that light and knowing that the messages were going to come through me and whoever needed to hear them would hear them. So today my message for you is I've seen this so many times with a lot of my clients and a lot of times their loops are, you know, thoughts of when I lose the weight, I'll be happy or when I leave that job I hate, I'll be happy or when that relationship finally is over, you know, I'll be happy or, you know, there's the should loop or I should be working out more, I should be eating more or I should be spending less. 
when we live our lives this way, in these stories, in these loops, and in these patterns of future tripping, we'll always feel that something is missing. We'll always feel like we're looking outside of ourselves. But in reality, the truth is, it's time to turn your gaze in. It's time to meet yourself where you are today. And this is exactly how I began the sacred journey of tuning in, turning in, reconnecting with my inner grace, reclaiming my power, and becoming my own authentic guru. So let me ask you this. Do you find yourself constantly performing, pleasing, or stuck in that pattern of should or, you know, when? Do you find yourself running around and doing everything for everyone else? Do you feel like something is missing? Or do you feel like you have that longing deep inside of you? Maybe you're not even sure whose voice you hear in your head anymore. Maybe the outside noise is so loud you can barely breathe. This is a sign you aren't living in alignment with your heart and soul. We've all been there. I can get, I can get to that space many times a day. But the point is, is how quickly you can back, get back to the light. The first step to getting back to you and to what I call the light is to look at yourself in that intimate way. It's to do the work. It's to do those little right actions. It's to do your morning magic. To begin to peel back the layers. To become the witness to your false beliefs and your patterns and all of the ways that we self-sabotage. When we do this deep work, this shadow work, we gain access to our power. We gain access to our strength and our intuition, our inner grace. But when we think from a place of lack or deficiency, we're only creating havoc. It is when we explore the darkness that we work towards the light. Ramana Marshi, I'm probably saying that wrong, so I apologize. A great teacher of the yogic tradition says that to attain inner freedom, one must consistently and sincerely ask, who am I? So, I ask you, who are you today? If you begin to let go of experiences and see who is present, acknowledge who is experiencing the experiences. Sit with her. Listen to her. Even if it's just for a few minutes. I promise you, Each day, you'll feel more and more like yourself. You'll be able to get that outside noise quiet so you can hear your soul, so you can hear your heart. I promise you that as you tune into your inner grace, you will be shown the way. Just as I was shown, and I am shown time after time. And I think that's part of being on this spiritual path and this journey is recognizing that when we do get out of alignment, we have the tools to get ourselves back. So I'd love to hear, you know, maybe if you have a story similar to this or something you'd like to share with me or maybe if this resonated for you, I'd love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or send me a DM or an email I'd love to hear, you know, how things are going for you in your world right now.
thank you for joining me this week on the Grace Chaser podcast. Are you a Grace Chaser? A Grace Chaser is an inspired woman engaged in the daily pursuit of beauty, compassion, and strength. Through her daily practice of tuning into inner grace, she achieves a deep inner peace that nourishes her mind, her body, and her soul. If that sounds like you, or if you would like it to sound like you, I'd love for you to check me out on Instagram at Casey underscore Marandino, or you can find me on Facebook. We have a tribe on there, Grace Chasers Group. Or you can check me out on my website, CaseyMarandino.com, and there's links for all of those places on my website. And I'd really appreciate it if you subscribed to catch every new episode and if you'd like to leave me a review so I can continue bringing you fresh new content. I look forward to seeing you next week. Namaste.